Hello, my lovely drumsters. It's Dawn Marie Mutel. Welcome back to another episode of The Little Drummer Girl. Today's guest is Olivia Bradley. She is a vocalist, a performer, an Irish dancer based out of Atlanta, Georgia, which is just a skip and a hop over from where we are here in Tampa, Florida. But she's a performer and she's performed with professionals like Sarah Brightman, John Dryle, and so many others. And she's a member of the Celtic Angels Company and Ah Shirley. Olivia is a national champion Irish Gaelic singer who has won gold medals both in Irish and in English singing competitions. We also have Molly Elizabeth Gibson, who is also in the Celtic Angels that will join us after we speak with Olivia for a little bit. We're going to cover a couple of different things today because I'm so curious how she got into this because she's not from Ireland. So I can't wait to hear what her story is. So let's welcome her to the show. Hey, Olivia, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you being here and taking the time out to be here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Sure, sure. I was so excited to meet you that day because I have to share the story because, you know, you just yeah. don't know where you're going to meet people and how mm-hmm. things are going to happen. It was Thanksgiving morning and I was sitting out at the beach to do a little bit of editing. And I hear a couple of people walking by and then I hear a conversation going on and I hear someone saying, yeah, we're starting a tour starting tomorrow. And my ears mm-hmm. perked up because I'm like, hmm, tour, what did they do? <laughs> so yeah. we had that conversation. And next thing I know, I found that you do a, a Celtic uh, ensemble. And I was just thrilled because that's one of my favorite things. I do love all things Irish and I am Irish. So Amazing. I was thrilled to have you Amazing. say yes. So how's the tour going? It's it's going really well. So we started the day after Thanksgiving. Our first performance was the day after I saw you. And we started in, oh, where did we even start? I believe it was Vero Beach, Florida. Nice. I'm pretty sure. No, sorry. It was Davie, Florida was where we started. Um, so, And then we have gone, like just made our way up. Maryland is the farthest north we've gone. And then oh. we went to North Carolina, Virginia, Indiana, Ohio, like all around oh. there. Then we went up to Maryland and then came to Georgia. So, and then we're headed west after this. So we'll end in California uh, next nice. Wednesday. So yeah, I've never done a tour this long before, but the cast is amazing. Everyone's so sweet, so talented, the best people, a really great cast to be a part of. And the traveling is, it's it's a lot at times, but you know, it's so much fun. Are you traveling by bus or are you traveling by plane or bus? Bus. bus. Yes. Uh, (laughs) It's a real tour. (laughs) Yeah. So I flew. The only time I'm flying was when I got here for rehearsals and when I go back home from California. So yeah, bus all the way. Lots of so, What are there? Six of you guys in the group? Well, there's five angels. And five. then we have a troop of five boys. They're all Irish dancers. And then we have five musicians, I believe. So there's about, yeah, I think five or six musicians. So there's oh, like, wow. and then our crew members, there's like about three or four crew members. So we have maybe around 20 total of all of us. Sweet. So you have a few buses going out, not just one bus, yeah. two gals on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With very, U-Hauls very cool. and, Yeah. Wow. I felt bad that I didn't get a chance to see the show when you were here in Clearwater, but I hope the next time oh. you guys come around, I will definitely get a chance to, and I hope that we get some footage that we can put up on the vlog with this yes. interview so mm-hmm. that everybody can see the wonderful work that you guys do. Yeah. But my first question to you is that how did you get started with uh, Irish singing? I mean, that is not something that, you know, most people set out to do. 
Right. So my family has both my mom and my dad's side have Irish and Scots Irish. So we always, you know, celebrated St. Patrick's Day. And uh, when Riverdance was really big, you know, in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s, like I, we would watch it all the time. Me and my best friend, actually, her family's really Irish. So we would always get together for St. Patrick's Day and watch Riverdance. And I've always been singing my whole life. So, and then I did musical theater for a while. So that was like, my first love. And so then I started competitively Irish dancing. There's a lot of schools around the Atlanta area and Atlanta is where I'm from. So me and my sister and my best friend, whose family's Irish, we all started Irish dancing. And then eventually I had a friend who was Irish dancing with me. And then she was a musician already. So she started doing Irish music competitions, which is totally separate from the dance world. So an Irish dance competition is called a fesh. Which, um, yeah. And then the Irish word for music festivals, a flaw. So I was hearing that and I was like, what is a flaw? And so um, when the Pixar movie Brave came out, there's a Scottish Gaelic song in it that is gorgeous. So I learned that and just fell in love with the Gaelic language in general. And then I switched to Irish Gaelic and I had such a passion for it. And then I eventually found Atlanta Irish Music School, which is not the it, it kind of like shut down for a bit and now it's kind of starting back up with a different name. But I started Irish Gaelic lessons there with a teacher who is, I, I love her to death. She's amazing. And then I did an Irish Gaelic singing competition in Ireland, which was amazing. So while keeping up with the dance and doing musical theater and all that stuff. So that kind of through connections, doing all the Irish music stuff that led me to this, the Irish music dance all of it, like all the worlds are just, it's so small. Everybody knows everybody wow. through somebody. Like <laughs> That's it's, awesome. That's it's very the coolest cool. thing. It, 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 it really is the is. coolest thing. Yeah. When you say you, you sing in Gaelic, so you actually sing in the Gaelic language? Yes. Because that yes. language is really tough. I mean, when I was mm-hmm. in Ireland, I got on a bus to go to the temple district or the jewel district, whatever it's called. And the guy said something to me and I was like, I know he said something. It's kind of like English, but I was like, what? <laughs> Can you say that again? And he said it and me and my cousin, she's from France. And we were like, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought yeah. he was playing with us at first, but then, you know, as we've heard it more, you know, spoken around, it was like, wow, this is a really tough language, you know? It is. So yeah. How did you get to learn how to speak it, let alone sing it? Well, the relationship between singing it and speaking it is very different. I have taken some, cause you have to learn how to speak it really first, right. um, which is how pretty much all people learn how to speak it in Ireland. You just grow up learning it in school. So you know the language, but I just went into it, learning it for the competition. So my teacher would kind of go over it with me phonetically which was the easiest way. Kind of started the easy route a little bit, learning it phonetically. And then I started taking actual, I've taken several actual Irish language classes, learning about the language and more how to speak it, which helps with the singing very much so. And there's so many different dialects too. There's like four main dialects of the Irish language and four different regions in Ireland, I should say, that all speak it kind of differently. Which makes it harder because you hear one person (laughs) say one word from a different area of Ireland and you're like, that sounds different from this other Irish person say that same word. So that complicates it too. But like the language is 
it's gorgeous. And very few people speak it, even in Ireland. It's kind of declining, unfortunately. But I mean, so many people, the people who do speak it, you know, it's it's amazing. And I I want to keep, even through singing it, it's just such a wonderful celebration of Irish music and culture. Like, it's I, amazing. I love the fact that you're keeping a tradition that you say is starting to fade out because, you know, with the kids, they don't want to do this. They want to be Americanized and all that. And then it goes everywhere. You know, it's mm-hmm. like even when I go to visit my family in France, I see that happening with the McDonald's mm-hmm. and, you know, they'd, they'd rather yeah. have something, you know, instead of some really great French food. So right, um, right. when you got into the group, did you have management already or did you have to s- go out and find some? Uh, you mean after I got into the group or before? Yeah, after you got into the group. No, look, because I actually, the, the way I found out about the group was through a friend. I knew a guy that was taking fiddle lessons at the same Irish music school. I was taking Irish Gaelic singing lessons and his aunt, it's going to be a lot. His aunt knew a famous Irish comedian who knew the owner of CMI Entertainment, which is the entertainment company that puts on Celtic Angels and a bunch of other shows. So um, that was kind of it. So my, that friend knew a guy who knew this guy and that comedian guy knew that Vince is his name was looking for people to be in Celtic Angels. So the comedian guy was asking my friend like, Hey, do you know anybody? And she was like, yes. And sent me the email. Wow. I love that. So So you just don't know who is mm -hmm. going to help you get that next big shot out there. That's awesome. Exactly. So let me ask you this question. Have you ever had any kind of embarrassing moments on stage? Because I know I have when I was in theater. Um, And so how did you uh, pull out of it? Well, um, something that our main angel, she's also our director and she is wonderful. She's from Dublin in Ireland. Her name is Louise Barry. She's wonderful. She said this. I think on our last tour and she said it again this time around, but like what makes you professional is not that you make mistakes, but how you recover from those mistakes. So we usually, well, on this tour, I have had, we have like cloaks in the beginning and then we have crowns underneath them. So, and then we take off the cloak and then my crown has completely fallen off on stage. And then we have had several zippers and straps break like right before we go on stage thankfully not on the stage uh we have had some zippers unzip on stage um do you all like hide each other like get behind each other and start doing something different or or not we just roll with it we're like hey Um, audience here's here's my my back it's you know whatever so (laughs) um but the biggest thing I always try to do especially because a lot of our scenes are very like interactive and we're having a great time, you know? So usually if I like make a little mistake or if I like drop something or something falls off, I'm usually just like, Oh, that was weird. Let me pick that up. Oh, you know, you just kind of laugh about it, work it into your character and always just smile. You never, you never make a face. That's like, I always am just like, nothing happened audience everything is just lovely (laughs) that's That's part of the beauty of it too is that like stuff is going to mess up stuff is going to happen that's just the nature of it but that's part of the 
craziness and you know the beauty of it too it's just fresh that way (laughs) it does it keeps it exciting right you just don't know what's gonna happen right I I do remember a moment and it was just like I won't even get into it but it was just so like devastating and of course you know they were filming it that day and everybody afterwards in the audience because the way I recovered from it they thought it was part of the of the act and I was like dancing and you know they put it they moved exactly. the couch and I hit the back of my leg on the couch and I started to go down mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh I had the two guys on each side of me you know it's just like looking at them like hello I need a hand here and so they like oh lifted me gosh. up and we just kept singing and dancing but it was it was a memory yeah. for sure do you use social media a lot to promote your shows do you rely on it heavily yes So I have my own social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And then for Celtic Angels itself, we do have our own Facebook and Instagram as well. We actually just started the Instagram for this tour specifically, because this is the first like big tour we've done since COVID happened and so many things had to change. But yeah, we are very big on social media, both myself personally and with the show. So Let's ask for the handles now while we can, because I know we have someone else coming to join us and I don't want to forget that. How can people yeah, yeah. Uh, so, stay in touch? Uh, with- yeah. So we are on Facebook. We are CMI presents Celtic Angels. And then Instagram, we are at Celtic Angels Show. Yeah. And I'm Olivia Bradley Music on Facebook. Cool. Do you play any uh, instrument? I do. I played some piano and guitar when I was younger. I really need to pick it back up more. But um, I play Bowron. It's the Irish drum. Oh, I love that. Um, that is so yeah, that is so it's cool. so fun. Um, and I dabbled a little bit in some concertina. It's a little mini accordion. Oh, fun! That was it. Was it was very? Di- I've I've heard some people say it's like playing a Rubik's cube. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the Bowron is like my main instrument that I play. That is very cool. I regret when I was out there that I didn't pick up any instruments or, you know, I didn't get to go to any music shops uh, out that way. I will definitely have to do that the next trip I get out there. Yeah, do absolutely. You find, what do you do? Like, because it's so strenuous to late, night after night. I mean, your vocals, mm-hmm. you're dancing and it's, you know, you really are like a, a, an athlete there. So do you have any kind of uh, routines or anything to help set the mood when you get out off the stage? And how do you decompress and how do you like regenerate to keep going for the next show and the show after that? Um, it, it has been a journey. I will say that because I've never done a tour this long before. I will say cough drops. Mm. <laughs> especially if you're dancing like even before I sing I have found Hall's cough drops but Hall's cough drops are one and, and the, the blue ones that are the like blue, really minty or whatever yeah yes they're wonderful and just keeping yourself healthy you know hot tea I take a ton of immune stuff zinc not yelling like really and it ended up I ended up being okay and not pushing okay. myself in the performance because that's a, that's a thing that's really easy to do, especially when you're recovering from being sick, but you're not fully well. It's really easy to be like, mm. oh, this is the best my voice has felt. And then you push yourself too much. So it was really good for me to experience that because I was like, oh, I need to hold back. But it was, I got through it. It was terrifying. I was like, oh no, I'm sick, but it was fine. Oh gosh. Vitamin C, all those things. And making sure you get plenty of sleep, especially on tour, you really have to take care of yourselves. 
I've always stressed about getting a sore throat, <laughs> like oh, my yes. whole life. That's um, got to be difficult as a singer. So, you know, that's your that's your instrument. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really I try my best to stay healthy as much as possible and to de-stress and just like not to go crazy after a show or like stress myself out and like oh why did I mess this up? You know, being hard on yourself is a really bad thing for your mental health. Like it's going to stress you out so much. So also just positive thinking too is a huge thing. Yeah. I would say that's pretty much it. Just staying healthy and just like staying positive really are the two biggest. I love that because, you know, mental health is really so important to everything. Cause you know, if you're in a bad mood or you, like you say, you didn't sleep right, it's going to show up in the performance. And I know like when I do right. something, I'm always like keyed up for a few hours before I can go to bed at night. And so I, do you have that problem too? Like after you just came off the stage, it's like, oh yeah, now I need like three to four hours to kind of decompress before you can like go to sleep. Yeah, usually, well, also on this tour, because we're going, going, going so much. Usually if I have like a show where we only do a couple performances, I experience that. But this time around, I am tired. So it doesn't really take a lot. <laughs> well, doing the show more and more help, builds up your stamina. So that helps. That's, that's true. Good point. Very good point, right? Because then it seems easier every time you do it. Right. But also just making sure that you're just not pushing yourself too hard. Because you have to do it. Do you guys, do you do sound checks before each uh, event that you do that night in that day? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So at that yeah. point, <laughs> do you just keep it very minimal or, you know, do you find that you just not like doing yeah. the full? Okay, that's cool. Um, I've honestly noticed that I'm pretty vocally rested, like most of the time, unless we have a late night. But like, other than that, I mean, I've had time to just decompress on the bus and not talk a lot, so... It balances uh, itself out. Well, that's cool. I mean, because I would think, you know, when you the ladies get, you know, back to the bus, you're all going to want to be like, la, 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 la. you know, do you want to talk about things that happened or you may want to. Um, yeah, we're also just we're around each other constantly. So we're really not. We have all day to talk to each other. So we don't really have moments where we're just like, you know, we all kind of feel tired at the same time. So that's, that's, cool. that's good. Yes. Yeah, so you all go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find working with women and especially a group of women, do you find that there's any kind of disagreements or do you guys get into any like, oh, I want it this way or I want it this way? You know, any kind of, is there any animosity sometimes in a creative direction that you guys ever have? No. Well, well, cause Luis is the main one that's kind of in charge of all of that. And we had to learn the show so quickly. So in terms of that, no, but I mean, this group, I mean, we, we have had, cause I mean, we're around each other constantly. We've definitely had moments where we could have been <laughs> at each other's, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's such a great group of women. It really is. I mean, we definitely have moments where we're like stressed or like in the show and it's just like, oh, uh, we have, we get a little riled up sometimes, but like, it, it's all, it's such a great group of girls. Like there's That's, not, there's been like nothing like that. That's great. Which is hear, amazing. Yeah, it is. Cause you hear a lot of times that's not the case. And there's always some kind of exactly. differential between them. Yeah. I understand you have a, a friend with you who would like to stop in and say, hi, is she available? She is. Yes. W- would you like me to, or go yeah. get her really quick? Yeah. Go get her, bring her out. <laughs> Tell her to come out. Okay, cool. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have Molly <laughs> Elizabeth Gibson in the house who's just joined us. Hi, Molly. Thanks for joining Hello. us. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So how is the tour going for you? Oh, it, you know, it's really such a joy to get to be with everybody. I mean, they're so just a great group and a dream come true just to be performing with a big family. It's so fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Molly, how did you get into this whole world of Gaelic singing and dancing? You know, it started with me back in childhood because it really started for me when I was like eight years old and the group Celtic Woman entered our home. And like listening to that music really shaped like who I wanted to be as an artist and I'm pursuing Irish music. So I started getting connected to the Irish world and like I'm making friends in that community and they're such a warm and welcoming community. And then, um, so I just started making friends there and pursuing Irish music down that road. And it's been, it's been a fun journey. So that is awesome. Did, so did you study, like, I know Olivia did a lot of study with Gaelic singing and did you, did you go through the same kind of, uh, yeah. to, to get where you are? Similar, <laughs> similar. I, um, my oldest brother really brought in the love of Irish music into our family and he, um, studied the Irish language and which kind of led me down that path as well. So it was like my high school language. Um, I studied Gaelic and, um, wait, wait, so I, I have to stop you there. <laughs> Your high school had Gaelic language in it. Well, I was a homeschooled, so I was able oh, to. Oh wow! I was able to, you know, choose which language, you know, we wanted. To, I know it's a little bit unique, but <laughs> that's so cool. That's very, very cool. yes, yes. Wow. So, um, so that yes. So you learned at a young age to to really hone your craft. I think it kind of just, like I said, you know, with Celtic Woman, and they had some Gaelic pieces in their in their music, and so that kind of kind of shaped my childhood self, I suppose. So, yeah. Were you guys friends before you worked together? No, no, actually, no. But it's so funny because Olivia and I have actually mutual connections, which is really fun. And what part of the state do you live in? Me or Olivia? No, you, Molly. Uh, Oh, um, I actually just moved up. I I just moved from Savannah, Georgia, up to the Peachtree City area, South Atlanta. Um, So we had like the same voice teacher before we knew each other and stuff like that. So it's really fun. So like the, the full circle moment here. Full <laughs> circle. Amazing. Full That's circle. Great. Yes. Gotta love yes. those. That is awesome. I know. It is really cool. Well, ladies, I we're running out of time. I just want to say I wish you the best on your tour. And I really hope I get a chance to see it live when the next time you guys back in this area or if I'm in Georgia somewhere yeah. that I get to yes. meet up with the ladies. <laughs> and maybe we can have a little uh, Guinness song or something like that. Oh, that would be so fun. That would be lovely. Thank you. And thank you for your time. And I hope you guys have an awesome show tonight. I love to say break a leg because of the theater background. But no offense to anyone out there thinking I'm saying good things here. And I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. And I hope you too. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I really I hope to meet up with you guys again soon. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you so, you much. so much, Don. Oh, that welcome. is the sweetest. Thanks for Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Bye. Christmas. I hope you enjoy the show. If you like this episode, please share the love and send it to a couple of your friends. And remember to join us over at the Facebook group at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash 
Little Drummer Girl. That's L-I-L, Drummer Girl. And if you like the show and you want to help support us, we really appreciate it. You can just join us over at patreon.com forward slash podcast network. And if you really want to help support us, there's memberships as low as $5 a month that we will be giving you some very unique recordings and different things that we won't be sharing on the on the podcast or on the vlog. So if you like to support us, that's the best way to do it. So thanks again for being here. And remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams and leave a trailblazing behind you. So rock on and rock out and I'll catch you on the flip side.